1: I'm liking the slick look. Welcome to the Depth Chart Podcast. The post-game has been edition. Uh, this is a new format, uh, with On 3, KSR, and I like it. And I'm joined by two guys in Louisville, Nick Roush, uh, running on fumes. What, did you go down about 4 o'clock last night or this morning?
0: Yeah, we, uh, we had to stop, make a pit stop at Waffle House on the way home. So, didn't get back as quickly as we liked. Um, but we got to laugh at Louisville's misery on the way home. That was wow. a good time. Uh, did not see that one coming. But, uh, Freddie, this is a – we are here to talk cats. We're not here to make fun of Louisville because we could be here all day, you know.
1: Yeah, 100%. Jay Dorch, teammate of mine, uh, started about 14 fights against florida the cats next opponent jay thanks for coming back for another season uh, uh you, you got to jet out of here to go to the lord's house about what 10 45 so good to have you on man
2: i appreciate it man looking forward to it
1: nick we got some really really special spot uh partners on this podcast uh you want to you want to get into that before we break down the game? Yeah, uh,
0: the Depth Chart Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Port Royal Plants, which you hear a lot about CBD. And this is another all-organic, bluegrass-made, produced CBD project. It's an all-natural Kentucky Proud product, grown, processed, manufactured in the Commonwealth of Kentucky because your mind and body, they deserve quality products you can trust, and you can get them all at Port Royal Plants. Dot com, whether it's mosquito spray, drops, drop yes. for bed, for oil plants, they got a little bit of everything to take care of you. Give them a try today. Visit them at portroyalplants.com.
1: Yes, thanks, Port Royal. Really appreciate it. Used your product Friday night in uh, Tidal Town. Okay, Jay, instant reaction. Um, uh, for me, I'm a numbers guy. What I did, I, I'm gonna start with what I didn't like first. I didn't Ooh, like 50 rushing yards. I, I did not like that. I did not like 1.9 yards per carry. That's very low. Chris Rodriguez was missed so bad, and I tried to say that throughout all the podcasts and writings. Listen, you can't gloss over the fact that he's not going to be on the field. The game changes. I thought it changed the rush game, obviously, but the play-action game. Miami wasn't honoring the play-action because 24 wasn't on the field. Uh, I, I thought that the tackle struggled. Uh, you know, I, I, Lua Levis got hit way too many times. Miami had four sacks. I did not expect that. So, uh, the bad there, uh, and defensively, I, I thought, listen, you give up 13 points to that quarterback and that offense, a good MAC team with nine returning starters after the first drive, solid. Uh, the, the, the concern is, is very little pass rush. Uh, that, that's, I wanted, that's one of my goals was to see a, a sack by a defensive lineman that did not happen. Uh, the sacks came from the linebackers and Afari playing that media position. So, uh, those are the concerns that I have. We'll get into the positives in a minute. But Jay, just give us give us your overall uh, post game uh, uh, how you felt the game went, what your expectations were, and how it played out.
2: You know, I'll say that I'm glad our our program's at a spot where we're a little bit frustrated with a 37-13 win. Yeah. Um, and i'll say this too you know my daughter went to miami ohio and she graduated last december so i've been i've been you know keeping tabs on miami that quarterback's legit he can throw the ball around that hip and hammer number 0 wide receiver he's legit um, they're they're a good mac team and they'll probably win their division maybe win the mac um, but i would have hoped that we could have just imposed our will on them uh, at the line of scrimmage you know that's what we've been known for We've been blessed to have incredible senior leadership on both sides of the ball. I think we missed that a little bit on, on, some, on the defensive side a little bit. And, you know, both lines, they, we got to figure some things out. Yeah. Um, you know, some bright spots for me uh, was the freshmen. Uh, yeah. You know, Walker, Barry on, Dane Key. I mean, uh, Afari, um, you, you got some dudes out there. Um, that are really, really showing some stuff. But I, I was just frustrated that, that we couldn't run the ball. Um, and it just didn't seem like defensively we were disciplined enough to just keep them in, you know, keep our rush lanes, yeah. keep them in the pocket, and it collapsed and us get some sacks. I mean, I know we're missing Jordan Wright, but but a team like that, we should be able to just go out and impose our will. We should have been, you know, averaging six, seven yards of carry. Uh, I know we were missing Rodriguez, but. I just feel like even without him, we should have been able to uh, impose our will. And I know, um, you know, Eli's first time playing center. I uh, haven't had a chance to look at, and they were running a bunch of twists. I mean, they were, they, oh, yeah. they which is confusing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and maybe, maybe it was the wrong calls that that really we struggled in with the rushing game. Um, not sure. I haven't seen the tape, obviously, but maybe that was it. That there's just some confusion and communication on the on the. Uh, offensive line and maybe not right making the right calls or recognizing these different exotic blitz. And, but we know this, I mean, we step in the next week, it's a whole different ball game.
0: Well, the the thing that annoyed me, Jay, is like, they're going to be running all those twists, just blast it right up the B gap, you know, like <laughs> hit them while they're moving around. That, that was some of the frustration. And I, I, I think Freddie, to your point, like we knew the offensive line was going to have some struggles, um, in the pass protection aspect of it. I think the part that we overlooked as both analysts and fans from afar was that this was an injured team in the preseason. This was an injured group like Kenneth Horsey. um, Wasn't even expected to play up at this point. That first scrimmage um, afterwards, it was, I asked Rich Scangarello, what do you want to see in the second scrimmage? Just all of our offensive linemen playing together because they weren't playing together. After the game, Eli Cox was, pretty adamant that he felt like that he, they they have some good players but a lot of yesterday was inexperience and you could almost sense the frustration where there was probably some communication issues with guys not passing off like so uh, in in reality it felt like Levis got hit a lot more than the 2 hurries and 4 sacks it felt a lot worse than what it was uh because we're not used to seeing him take sacks because the offensive line was that good last year um, I, I don't know how quickly it can get fixed, but that run game, Freddie, even if you take out the sack yardage, they're only averaging three and a half yards of carry. Ramon Jefferson got injured after two, and he he looked about as good as any. Um, it, McLean he gets injured. Like, both of those guys might be out at Florida. And LaVell Wright probably looked the best of the bunch. He had that awesome pass pro on yeah. the long ball to on Brown. Yeah. He had a physical run, but he's been dealing with a hamstring. So, you know, you kind of got to, that's a really tricky situation. So the, the the depth in the running back rooms hurting the running game as much as anything right now.
1: I, you I'm know, sorry, go ahead, Jay. I
2: was just going to say, you know, the, the other thing is, as we know in games like this, we want to come out vanilla package on both sides of the ball, not show anything. Um, and, you know, it just seemed like, you know, I, obviously we've heard so much about the tight ends. I mean, I know we got Brendan Bates for a touchdown. He missed another one, another pass, but, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I you know I'm hoping that that is something we're gonna see because we got some dudes there, and I know Cummins dropped that ball, you know, and and yeah,
1: uh, and Freddie, you can
2: you can talk to about this a lot more than I can, and I'd love to see Levis take a little bit off those intermediate routes and short routes, yeah. But
1: absolutely.
2: you know, maybe that's the only way he can be accurate. I don't know. I mean, you yeah. can speak to that better than I can.
1: Yeah, you know, Jay, that could have been a little bit of frustration coming out in Will. Uh, True, because you know. He had to have been frustrated with the run game, and to the point uh, that Nick made. Yes, Miami, extremely well coached team. Chuck Martin does a great job. Miami defensively played against Kentucky exactly how I would have. That four-two-five. Uh, you know, you, you do. You play a lot of games up front. A lot of twists. A lot of stunts. A lot of to create confusion and havoc in an offensive line that had zero starters from a year ago at that position, exactly what I would have done. Yeah. Now, that's one thing, you know, get, getting crossed up with, with the stunts and twists and, and blitzes and things that run blitzes. That's one thing, okay? That can be fixed. You know, that's an experience. But I did see, did see some one-on-ones that, that were won by Miami defensive players on the line of scrimmage. That to me is more concerning than the twist, blitz, and, and picking that up. That can be worked out. Losing one on ones against uh, an opponent like Miami, a, a really good Mac opponent, but the level of athlete is getting ready to increase by, oh, what, 9,010%? Yeah. You know, whatever next week. <clears throat> That's concerning. Um, they're good things I saw. Love love Ooh. the newcomers. Love the newcomers.
0: You, you know what else I, I really love too, Freddie? Um, exactly. it's one of the newcomers in my wardrobe it's klw handmade belts Freddie. <laughs> i've never i've never had a high quality <clears throat> leather belt like I'm a, I'm a cheapskate right yeah we got we got some of the product at klwbelts.com and you were wearing it yesterday i saw you complete game changer oh and i the, the last name plate on the belt too i feel like I, I, it gets a little extra pep in my step. You know, look good, feel good, play good, pay good. You know, I mean, and that, that's what happens when you wear KLW handmade belts. KLW belts made, handmade in the bluegrass, all natural, genuine leather. There's no synthetics, no fake stuff. It's all 100% real. And at the DevTar Podcast, real, recognized, real. You can give them a call at 859 509 7816. You can also visit them online, like this website we got pulled up right now, klwbelts.com. Free shipping, too. You ain't got to worry about paying for shipping. They're outstanding. Uh, not not only are you going to keep your drawers up, Freddie, but you're going to look good doing it, too.
1: You know, Nick and I have, have grown really cr- uh, close throughout the years. But yesterday I ran into him at the pregame show, and we both had our klw belts on. I felt like bros, you know. You and I, you and I had a, had, were bros yesterday, Nick. Because of <laughs> belt bros, yeah. Uh, the newcomers, man. You know, uh, Kentucky hit on Keedron Smith with a, with a scoop and nearly a uh, score. on Brown kickoff return for a touchdown. Looked good in the passing game. Thank he is just man. Uh, <laughs> you know, I knew he was. I knew he was a high level route runner coming out of high school, but. I love the way he gets in and out of his breaks, catches with his hands. He got a touchdown. Tavion Robinson. Kentucky just hits on all Robinsons that transfer in. Oh. Uh, you, yeah, know, you got a last ball, name Robinson. Robinson.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you're a yeah, two-star from tails yeah. or poop state. Yeah. Just give us a Robinson in the slot.
1: Three <coughs> games yeah. might ask me how, how much a, a percentage that he would replace Wandell. And, listen, my respect for Wondell's through the roof, I had never seen Tavion play in Kentucky. I said he's probably 40%. But I would think that's higher now. Uh, yeah, I really liked how he operated, got in and out of his brace, to run after catch. He, he's good. He's going to be a heck of a player for Kentucky. But then those- he, runs, he
2: runs great routes. Yes. He, he can find that spot just to sit into him. He's tough.
1: Those true freshmen. <laughs> you know, you're talking about recruiting classes. Kentucky hit on that class last year. Yeah. <laughs> De'Hon Walker, four tackles, looked look really good. Alex Safari was second on the team. And tackles mm-hmm. with six had uh, a sack and, and one-and-a-half tackles for loss That and did so quietly. Uh, Dane Key, Barryon Brown, Alex Safari, I mean, Keaton Wade, I mean, <laughs> man. Dude, I mean, that that,
0: that they, play yeah. he made on the screen, yeah. like, Jay, yeah, you know that's some – there's some grown man stuff when you can identify the screen on third and long, yeah. Read and react, and I mean he split the wood on that hit too. He yeah. knocked yeah. the hell out of that guy.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, the newcomers to me were the story of the game, uh, you know. Because listen, I'm not going to be negative whatsoever. A 24 point win against a projected MAC division <laughs> winner in the opener with all that newness going on, I'm pleased. I'm happy. I mean, did things frustrate? Yes. But at no point in my mind, the game was ever out of question. The outcome was ever in doubt. Uh, I wasn't mad. You know, I didn't throw three things. Uh, I'm not for sure that Kentucky actually opened up the playbook last night. And I think the emphasis was on the pass. Uh, and, and I think it, take, it will be a little different. I like Skanger uh, plan. Uh, the first drive was first beautiful. First drive. First beautiful. drive was unreal. Yeah, absolutely. So – a lot of things to be happy about. Uh, that linebacker DeAndre Square, Jacquizz Jones played well. Uh, Andrew Phillips played well. Giving up 13 points to that offense, in my opinion, was that was a positive. Jay. Yeah,
2: I, I totally agree. You know, I will say that I think the the points we scored a little bit of fool's gold because 14 of it was, you know, one was a kickoff return for a touchdown and basically almost yes. a stupid score, you know. So. Right. Uh, but I'm not getting negative on the offense because I do think it was this total vanilla uh, package. We're going to see a lot more. That first drive, I mean, my son turned around and was like, man, he can call a game because yeah. that was beautifully. Uh, every every call was, was perfect and was executed well uh, by everybody. And it was just great. So I think we're going to see a lot more down the road. Um, but, you know, to only score basically 23 points offensively In my opinion, is is against that team is I'm not taking any away from Miami, but you know, we should be able to score a lot more. Yeah, and that was the
0: that was the red zone woes in the first half. I mean, they had I think the first four trips, there was two field goals and a touchdown. Yeah. Now one of those is end of half, and they're doing a two-minute drive and you gotta settle. But Cummings drops a touchdown. You have the fourth down where he had Upshaw for a touchdown, but was just late to it. And then that ends up being an interception to a kid for manual, which that had to be. I'm sure I could, yeah, I'd be freaking fired up to pick off yeah. <laughs> a pass at Curfield. I was a manual kid. But um, I, overall, I, I think, like you said, Freddie, you saw some of the signs um, like, hey, Chris Rodriguez, you could really use him in a lot of these situations. Yeah. But I do think in general, the way that Kentucky has changed its roster, you should be passing the ball more. we love it, and these talented wide receivers. I mean, Tavion Robinson had more receiving yards and a half than he did in any of the games he ever played with him and Hooker. I mean, that guy was balling right out the get-go. Um, I love Barry on Brown's just cockiness, his confidence, like, he was like, oh, I, I laughed when they said we hadn't had a kickoff return touchdown. I knew I was going to take one of the house. <laughs> and then, how, how, how much were we all sweating out that replay review? Be honest. Yes, I was.
1: I, I was. You know, not because of the – I mean, for the touchdown being called back. Just because I wanted that so badly for him. You yeah. know, we got an 18-year-old or whatever, 18, 19-year-old, just took a kickoff to the house. It just the, the place erupted. And – you know, I hated that lull, that that times before yeah. he could really celebrate. I wanted him to have full-on celebration. I loved when players' personalities come out, and I wanted to see that. One thing I looked for that, I, that Kentucky exceeded, last year the Cats uh, had uh, 48 passes defended, which was 11th in the SEC, 3.6 per game. Uh, against Miami in, in that pass-happy offense, Even though Gabbard was 20 or 28, Kentucky had four (coughs) passes defended. So I like that, Mark. I I think the secondary is better than last year. Yeah. Uh, There's no doubt. The corners are better. Smith, I thought Carrington-Valentine, that was not an interference. uh, uh, Oh, God. The ball was eight yards out of bounds. I thought he tackled well. Uh, The corners were better than last year. I, I like Geiger. Uh, Ty Asian has all that experience. I think Drew Phillips and Alex Safari complement each other. There's some dudes out there, and I, and I like mm-hmm. how Kentucky and, and Brad White is putting his best players on the field. Moving Phillips to to that medium, I love that with those linebackers. But you know, I really wanted to see, I wanted to see some pass rush by that organic three defensive tackle, most tackle, defensive end. And Jay, you said it earlier, man. They they were they. they that defensive line really got out of the rush lanes at times last night, which allowed Gabbard, who is really not known as a runner, to advance the football. That I, that has to be cleaned up because Anthony Richardson will run for 940 yards if that happens next week. I, I
2: totally agree. I mean, Gabbard said he's that quarterback that's just so frustrating because he'll just slide out and hit somebody. Because uh, I mean, we all know this. I mean, you, you can't expect the DB to cover for five, six seconds. I mean, it's 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 tough, you know. Even if they are a MAC team, I mean, those are great athletes. That that Hippenhammer Hammer number zero, he's legit. Yeah, he is. But it's frustrating when, when he can step up, slide out. I mean, he obviously didn't run that much, but um, and that's what uh, Anthony Richardson's going to do. I mean, that guy. I'm sure y'all seen the highlights yesterday against a a
0: really good Utah team. He lit it up. The, yeah. the thing with the defensive line, too, Freddie, is I feel like that's the natural progression of it. Like, they obviously – it took them a little while to just identify run pass on some of those situations. Yes. Like, just getting a feel. I mean, Dion Walker after the game was like, you know, I, I've been playing against guys who block this way every single time, and now they're they're doing something different, you know. So, yeah. so the little adjustment period – And then I thought they actually started to get after him and and flush him from the pocket. But anyway, that's where you got to the undisciplined aspect of things. Uh, You didn't have the the most sound rush lanes. But I I do think those are very correctable on film. But if you are looking for, like, best thing on the defense that I I think you can say without a doubt, and we were very worried about the pass defense going into this game, they were going to press Kentucky vertically. And what does Kentucky do? They gave up two pass plays at 15 yards or more. They gave up a 15-yarder and a 24-yarder, and that's it. I mean, yeah. they took away big plays. And I think one of those was like a running around scrambling, and they had to defend for seven seconds. So yeah. um, it, even though Valentin got those PIs and that, he, he kind of let one mistake build after he whiffed on that cornerback blitz, um, aside from that little stretch right there, like the the the, the secondary looks sharp, um, and and to your point about Alex Afario, like that kid, he's going to have a thousand tackles. He, like,
1: he, 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 yeah, he's a player. Yeah, you know, uh, 111 rush yards for Miami is, is way more than I expected. Yeah, uh, I, you I had did 32
0: not. on the the big touchdown, and yeah. Brad even had, like you can see if you go back and watch DeAndre Square is like pointing to somebody to get over there, and, and that, they're just yeah. too late. Yeah.
1: That, that, that's something I didn't I didn't expect and I didn't expect the yards per carry uh, to be to the advantage of Miami uh, yeah. at all uh, but again correctable mistakes you know the film room I'm sure they're in there today on their own and <clears throat> a lot of a lot of players kicking themselves today because and that's a good thing because they, like you said it's, they're, they're teachable moments and there's a lot to be taught from week one but uh, again, Week one, beating a good MAC team by 24 points, a lot of positives. But the cat's
0: covered, right? So covered better. Happy.
1: We we're sitting here, but uh, you know we have concerns, obviously. But you know, listen, as a fan, let me take the media hat off. As a fan, I would expect uh, yeah, a 24 point win over a quality MAC team. That that's a good win, right? That's a good mm-hmm. win. Start one and zero. Oh. With all that new – listen, these guys, you couldn't have, have, have melted the mouthpieces out of these dudes with a blowtorch. They were so nervous, you know, the first-time players out there. And look how many first-time players were, were on the field. I mean, that were a bunch. So, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a lot to overcome, you know, with a new coordinator too offensively. Yeah, that no doubt. calling system, you know, from the field to the box. I mean, they, they, they rehearsed that in practice. But you can't – you can't. You can't simulate game experience, right, Jay? I no. mean, you can practice all you want to, but when the fans understands, the crowd is, is is loud. I mean, it's totally different. And and you you pick up, you know, especially these newcomers. I keep talking about the new ones. You can pick up tendencies in fall camp. You can start to to understand what the offenses or defense is trying to do to you. But when you go against a totally new opponent, you have no idea what they're going to do. That's different. My concern, yeah. one of my concerns. <clears throat> But Mark Stoops was talking about he didn't want his players playing hero ball. To me, that translated to the defensive line. Stay in your rush lane. Yeah. Keep the quarterback in the pocket. That didn't happen. I thought some of some of the defensive linemen were playing hero ball, trying to get sacks. And that's when the, the pocket opened up and Gabbert could rush out. Jay, you, you were a pass rusher, outside linebacker, defensive end. You can talk better about that than I can. Did you see that as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, obviously somebody's always got to
2: set the edge, but you also have to have the guys on the inside and in their lanes to keep them from stepping up or, or just sliding out, you know, stepping up and sliding out. Um, and, you know, it, it's interesting in this world of transfer portal, um, you got all these new guys in plus uh, true freshmen coming in, and they're just they're trying to figure it out. I mean, you know, I had the benefit of, of having the same DBs you know, an inside linebacker is all three years I started, and I knew where I knew where they were going to be. They knew where I was going to be. You know, I had the same defensive tackle all but uh, you know two of the three years, but I played with all of them for since i had been there. And so we had we had years together of knowing each other's game and how we play and strength and weaknesses. And we just we trusted and knew where they were going to be each other. And I think this is a different world now and it, it, I, you know it's tough for these kids because new systems, you know new players, uh, different tendencies, different streaks and weaknesses and they're, they're just trying to learn each other too. and that's, a, that's something that's not really thought about that much.
0: I, I did like some of those plays that, that Rich had schemed up. I mean, that first play, I think Freddie, you could hit Tavion. Will had so much time. <laughs> Tavian was so wide open. They could do three more surgeries on your shoulder, and you still could have made it there. I mean, it was as good and as open as a play as you could find. There was a couple of cool ones in the red zone where, I don't know, maybe you get a little bit more, uh, more time. You could see it develop, but um, it was some open guys. I, I really enjoyed it. and I really got to tip my, my invisible cap off to the Big Blue Nation. That was oh, an awesome gosh. crowd for a season opener. Got to um, be the
2: best ever, right? Yeah, I mean, expected.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was one of the best season opening crowds I've seen for Mark Stoops game. the 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 tailgaters were out in full force with the grills out, smoking some egg, Eckridge smoked sausages. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all have ever tried Eckridge yes. before, but they're the best of the best, and they're proud to present the one million dollar challenge for teachers this 2022 college football season. Eckridge, they partner with Extra Yard for Teachers. That's the nonprofit the college football playoff runs. They're going to invite a local teacher on the field for the South Carolina game October 8th, and these teachers selected just from a random list of nominations get a chance to throw a football through a target to win up to a million dollars in donations to their classroom. So head to Eckerts.com. You'll find the link under the football tab. Nominate your teacher by September 28th, and they're going to get a chance to win a million dollars for your school through Eckridge. Visit him. Eckridge.com before September twenty eighth. Nominate your teacher today.
1: That's great. That is so awesome. I love love that. Uh, Will Levis. Let's talk a little bit about Will Levis and you know that's that's the superstar of the team. Um, completed sixty six percent of his passes, but uh, my my numbers are a little bit different there. I don't uh, I don't count uh, drops and I don't count throwaways. So uh, he was, he was, I, I wanted the goal for him to be at 70% and he was that. So uh, I, I, I thought we'll play well. The interception, you know, you got to be a little bit more patient there and get the uh, football in the end zone no, and know your receiver. Keeping up shells, what, 6'6", and and just get that thing up in the air a little bit. Uh, he had one, the one deep ball was a little bit underthrown, but he threw it like 70 yards. So,
0: well, and that was a bad snap, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. Threw him off. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was off,
1: yeah. But, but again, this is Will's first time out. This is his what fifth coordinator in five years or something like that. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, it takes a little time to settle in. And listen, there, there was probably a lot of pressure on him. And, and, and I don't know, Will personally, I don't know if he gets frustrated, but. Uh, He got hit a lot. He got hit way too much against that opponent, and that you know that could affect him a little bit. So you know, I I, I like I like his performance. Uh, You know, it was solid. Uh, And 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 listen, he's he's special. Uh, He's tough. And and I don't think I really like when he tried to jump over the defense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's don't do that next
0: week. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe do it next week against Florida. <clears throat> Don't do it against Miami when you're. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good point. Five yards away from the stick. a yeah,
2: good point. You know, I I honestly I felt like he played a really good game. Um, I I mean, he had four balls, probably maybe more, that uh, right in the receivers' hands. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I liked about last night with him, uh, I saw a lot of maturity. You know, he. Let's be honest, in the past, there's been some bad decision making. Uh, I didn't see that last night. I saw some patience out of him uh, last year. He probably would have run a lot sooner in some of those situations. Um, but he was going through his progressions and he wasn't staring down Tavion like he did last year with, with Wandell. Now, I understand. I mean, everybody knew we were going to Wondell, right? But um, I, I felt like there's a he took a step in my opinion. Now next week obviously is gonna be a big deal to, to see where that is at different level of competition at the swamp. Crazy environment. Um, but I, I was I was impressed.
0: Yeah, and I, I did find it funny because you did have some of those drop balls when he was watching in some, some hard thrown passes and it just amused me that there's all these Johnny quarterbacks who are Complaining for years about bad quarterback play, then they finally get a quarterback with some arm strength, and oh, he's throwing the ball <laughs> too hard. It's like, eh. I, I, I do think there are some where there was a, a rollout play where he got outside of the the pass rusher. He's got Brendan Bates open. It's the touch pass over a defender that yeah. he he does struggle. Like that's just not his bread and butter. And I, w- I want to see him at least try a little more in games like this because Bates I mean he had that play and instead of just throwing the touch ball and letting him catch and run a little he tried to just get outside of the defender in between the two and then put it in there and it was just it was a mess so it th- there are times where that little just w- little bloop over a defender that's six yards down the field to a guy that's twelve that's yeah. probably the the area that he needs to work on the most.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between a, a passer and a thrower. Uh, I mean, I was a thrower. I mean, I would, I would give you a concussion throwing the football on a
0: five-yard hitch.
1: I mean, that's just the way I was. I was never a, a passer. I think Will is a passer. Uh, a positive note from, from the throwing game for Kentucky, 14.4 yards per completion. Uh, I think what that signifies to me is this offense has big play capabilities and not just with one pass catcher like Wendell last year. Nine players caught passes last night for Kentucky, and we saw uh, Brown and uh, Dane Key. Uh, so you have three legitimate receivers, even though Key and Brown are young, and, and they're going to see things next week that they've never seen before. But we're talking about last night. Uh, you have three options there the tight ends weren't incorporated into the offense as much as I thought that was that was going to happen. Uh, you know, we heard so much about that group. Jordan Bingle did have two catches. Brendan Bates had a touchdown. A uh, uh, Cummins had a touchdown that, that, that didn't work out. So um, I thought we'd see more tight ends, but I like the fact the ball was spread around to nine pass catchers yeah. and 14.4 yards per completion. That was good for me.
0: Yeah, you had eight plays of – 15 yards or more, uh, including a 45-yarder, 41-yarder, and a 38-yarder. Um, I also thought, too, Freddie, that they really were just throwing Wally and and uh, Jagger out there to see what they could do. Because yeah. I, I didn't feel like they got a lot of help from the tight ends on those no. obvious passing situations. Because of the four sacks, three were third and long. So, like, they were obvious passing situations. And Miami just teed off on those guys. They picked on them. And I, I think Kentucky was just trying to, it was a litmus test. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's a lot of what that was.
2: I, I'm excited. You know, last year, obviously, they bracketed Wandell, you know, every play. And you're not going to be able to do that this year. Uh, we, we got, we got, you know, receivers all around that can, that can run great routes, get open, catch the ball. And uh, once they start utilizing the tight ends, too, it's, it's just going to open more opportunities. And it's, it's exciting to see, you know, these, these young guys
1: this, and, and Tavion. It's impressive. Guys, let's finish this thing up uh, with one impression uh, from, from Saturday's win over Miami. Uh, if you can describe Kentucky in one positive light, their performance – and one negative uh, from last night, what would it be? Jay? I'll
2: I'll start with the negative. Um, The one thing that really frustrated me last night, probably more than anything, is I didn't see a lot of juice out there on the field. Uh, I I just didn't see the energy that I thought that they would come out with. Um, and That's concerning to me. Um, We've all played in those games where you know, you're playing a lesser opponent. You're supposed to win. And maybe you just don't get up for it. And you got that big game next week. And maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just the inexperience or them just playing together for the first time. Um, but the positive for me was we're complaining about a 37 13 win. Yeah. Um, that, that there's a lot of bright spots. I mean, we got playmakers everywhere. And I think Deion Walker is going to be an absolute beast. Once he figures it out, you know, I think Oxidine, we forget. He missed pretty much all last season. Um, Not, I can't remember how much he participated in spring. I expect a lot of big things out of him. We need Rogers to take a step up, but I, I just feel like that, that, uh, they got the pieces, but, but now they got to figure just a few things out on the line, both sides of the line.
0: Yeah. And Jay, to your point, that was part of what Mark Stoops said too. He was like, sometimes you can't tell if it's, uh, if it's a business-like approach, or if they're just kind of going through the motions and he he yeah. felt that as well. Uh, that will not be the case next week. Um, no. if I've got a positive Freddie, dudes, Kentucky's got some dudes. Uh I just it I don't care what your X's and O's, you gotta have Jimmy's and Joes. The cats got they they have their guys, right? Um, the the negative is just the running game. That's the worst running game I can ever remember a Mark Stoops team having going back to before the 26-16 season. I think they struggled against Chattanooga, I want to say, when they tried to throw ball a lot last year. But it, it wasn't just that the offensive line wasn't pushing guys. There was a couple times where you miss some cutbacks or I expected somebody to push the, push the pile a little bit more. And, and you also had the health like that. I'm really, really worried. Because I mean, tell me before you had to run the ball. You got to be able to control it a little bit, mostly, so you can let Will Levis run the play action game. So that's my biggest concern is that that running game and 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 keep
2: AR off the field, right? I mean, yeah, we got to control the ball. I mean, we got to limit
1: their opportunities down there. Yeah, that's a dude right there. Yeah, Uh, you know, I've already talked about. You guys mentioned positives and negatives. And I'm going to go football nerd here. I'm going to say my positive is the third-phase special teams. Uh, didn't have an alignment issue. Did have a penalty, but that's, you know, Ruffalo. Had a
0: bad punt, but.
1: Yeah, Ruffalo three for three. Showed some improved distance there with a 50-yarder. Uh, he's he's going to be a consistent kicker, a score, uh, point scorer for you. got the returners, Stavion Robinson, <laughs> had a nice return. Barry yeah. on the ground, obviously, with an electric kickoff return. And then you can't forget about J.J. Weaver's block punt. So uh, the third phase for me was the positive. I really like Kentucky's special teams performance. The negative is 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 the twofold for me. And, and I wanted to bring everybody, bring something unique. But I have to agree with with Jay. I was disappointed in the team that the juice wasn't there uh, in a game, in a home opener, in an anticipated home opener, in front of a home crowd. That was great. Fought the elements potentially, and 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 one thing for me, I was disappointed because Mark Stutes would will never ever address this, but he tied Bear Bryant last night for the most wins in program history. That is significant. I love that man. I respect that man, and the fact that the player that the team didn't have the juice to get him that accomplishment in week one was disappointing to me. Uh, that the juice, lack of juice for me was signified on the line of scrimmage. Kentucky did not consume the line of scrimmage on either side, and that that jumped, uh, and, and that's got to change. That, that's got to change. Uh, even though Kentucky's young and inexperienced on the offensive line, still they're much better players than the 260 <clears throat> linemen on the other side from Miami. Yeah. So well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me, Jay. I, I got you out of here right before you go to church. I appreciate <laughs> it, man.
2: Yeah. Thanks Nick, for including
1: me. I had a blast. Yeah, Nick, get some sleep, man. I I I, I know how you're feeling <laughs> I had Bull County, uh Danville, Bull County at the Kroger KSR game of the week. <clears throat> my uh, Mayfield Cardinals beat Paducah Tillman. Uh Jay Dorch, as you see, I proudly wore my shirt for you tonight. Oh, man, awesome. I, I, I so much
2: am disappointed
1: in you for wearing that shirt. <laughs> Salt in the wound, Freddie. Come on. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. We hope you had a good Sunday. Have a great Sunday. And I hope you like this post-game format. Uh, we'll be back same time next week. Andy had a family commitment he couldn't miss, and we'll bring him on. And uh, hopefully we're celebrating a win over Florida. Big week, guys. Big week of preparation. Got yeah. got to get better. There's no There's no way around it. Kentucky has to get better. Uh, because if, if, if they play, if Kentucky plays at Florida like they played against Miami, they're going to get beat pretty bad. Yeah. So, got to get better. Thank you for watching. Thanks, guys. Hopefully, if you subscribe and like us and go to our YouTube thingy. Thank- it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash.